Welcome back to On La Nose. I am Lee, and you are insert name. Before I get started, I just wanted to say a really quick thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I officially today, which is uh, like six days before you're going to hear this, hit 100 listens total, which is super exciting. And I honestly didn't think I would reach it. And that would not happen if it were not for you, you taking the time to listen. So thank you. I'm a little bit like discombobulated today. Um, I've been having like a lot of thoughts about what I want to talk about. And I'm still at that point of getting comfortable just talking and sort of building the connections to my thoughts to come out of my mouth because I spend so much time alone and just not really talking and actively talking to another person versus talking to myself in a room with a microphone. They're, they're different. And like, oh, I guess Amos is offended that I didn't include, I didn't include him. My, my co-host is feeling chatty today. <laughs> what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a thing. Can I do a thing? Now he's coming over to check it out. Um, so part of how I make myself comfortable doing stuff when I'm not comfortable, because honestly doing all of this makes me really nervous, is that I, I state my intentions out loud. Amos, don't climb on the table. Please stop. Don't bite me. I can't, I can't even remember what I was saying because Amos distracted me and the app I'm using doesn't let me go back and like listen and then start recording. So yeah, here we are. I'm probably going to repeat myself a little bit. Um, I think I was saying something about like how saying things out loud when I'm uncomfortable and stuff like makes it easier for me. So that's why I keep t sort of talking things out and be like, this is my intention. Also, I'm very much like the kind of person that does what they say. So if I say it, I'm going to do it. going to do it, okay? Do it. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this until it gets easier and then I'm going to get better at it. Um, it's, I am acting on a leap of faith that people are going to be interested in what I have to say to start with. And um, it's hard. Like I, I did that with my shop where I've been making stuff and all through optimism, hoping that people are going to want to buy it and they're not buying it. And it's not awesome for my self-esteem, to be honest, even though I know that there are all these like moving pieces to having a business and having a shop that have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the quality of the items and whether or not people want them. You know, it's just getting them in front of the right people can be very difficult. And, um, I am definitely learning about support. Uh, you know, the people that have stepped up and have been supportive and are interested in what I'm doing are not the people that I would expect to do that. In the sense of like, the people who've called themselves my friends, the people who have come to me 
for emotional support over the years or asked things of me or whatever, those are not the people that are, that are supportive. The, and, and the people who are in comfortable financial situations um, within those groups of people that have come to me for stuff also especially are not the people that are sharing my posts or anything like that. And there's a very clear like pattern. And then um, I have these other people who I've met through random things and they're like super supportive and super enthusiastic and they're excited and they're right there with me, you know, and um, a lot of those people are people who don't have a lot. And, you know, this is like a really consistent thing that gets talked about uh, for creators, people trying to build businesses, artists and stuff is um, who supports them, you know, and the people who have the opportunities, who have money and stuff and haven't really experienced going without are just fucking oblivious. Like just... It's weird. Like, I don't know. But, um, like, I get it. But at the same time, I don't get it. Especially, like, for my situation, I was sick for the better part of a decade where I couldn't do much of anything. And anything I did just made me really, really sick. Um, so when I started being able to do more is a really big deal. And there are people that knew me before I got sick who just don't seem to give a shit about the fact that I'm a little bit better and that I can do more. And maybe they do care and they're just not expressing it, but it's not my job to fill in that that silence, right? That's like, it's their responsibility to act like a friend if they're actually a friend. Um, so it's been really interesting to have this experience where I can look at people's behaviors and... Um, learn a new way of thinking about certain terms, such as friend and acquaintance and stuff. And also like learning to develop expectations because for the most part, I never really had expectations except don't don't lie to me. Um, and anything else, I just accepted. You know, I would, I would be friends with anybody. Um, and now I'm like, yeah... I would rather have no friends than have bad friends, you know? And I'm willing to bet that my acceptance of people who were not good for me probably helped keep opportunities far away when I was younger. Not to say it's necessarily my fault, but that, you know, these things just kind of aligned as such. Like, um, if I had sought out more supportive people, um you know, probably would have received more support. The math. I have had a lot of challenges in my life. Um, I'm sure at some point there will be conversations that bring up some, some of the things that I've been through. Um, but... I just haven't had a lot of opportunities. I've had a lot of closed doors and seeing things in the distance with no path to get there and not having the tools or the energy or the support to even try to figure out figure it out. And I'm at this point in my life that is probably the calmest, you know? I I had to 
I had to get disabled, have health issues to force me to like slow down and then be able to get on disability so that I had some kind of financial security, even though it's a laughable form of financial security, um, to be able to just be for a while and then start being able to do stuff for myself, you know, because everything has always been about survival and keeping a roof over my head and my kid and stuff like that. So um, now I'm at this point where like, I'm just really hoping to make my own opportunities um, and that those opportunities are going to be things that I just enjoy doing, like making art and making stuff for my shop and um, hopefully doing this. And when I say opportunity, I don't mean like making it big, going viral or anything like that. I just, something sustainable, you know, just if I could get my shop to the point that I was making, you know, like a couple hundred dollars a month, that would be freaking amazing. Um, and if I could get my Patreon up, more, you know, things like that just would make like all the difference for me. And the podcast isn't about making money for me. I, I don't even, I don't even see how I could do that. I don't, I just don't, it's not, it's not on the radar, man. Um, it's about having an outlet and sharing and hopefully entertaining or whatever, you know, like I've said before, like I, if I can give people tools and ideas on how to navigate certain things, if I can give people something to body double to, like whatever it is you get from it. I just, I just want to have my own small impacts in a positive way. And I hope that doing this will be an opportunity for that. I have absolutely no doubts that in the future I will talk about hard things and I will do my best to remember to give like a warning on the episode. Um, studies have shown that trigger warnings actually increase the amount of stress that people feel and ups anticipation. So, I, you know, I have mixed feelings about using them, but I also just feel like it's polite to allow people to consent to things. Like if I'm going to talk about something and that person just does not enjoy that topic, you know, then they can skip that episode. Um, so I will do that. I have a tremendous amount of trauma in my past. I don't really talk about it very much. It's not a focus for me. Um, I've done a lot of work to be okay, to be stable. Um, and I also did a lot of work to bury things. I actually started writing a book. I'm about 55,000 words into it. Um, that's all about my trauma, not with the intent of sharing it or publishing it or anything, just to, just to get it get it out, right? So that I could look at it from another perspective. And it was um, shocking. It, it, it kept me reeling for a couple of months because I didn't realize how much trauma I had in my past. And then I was like, 
why am I not more fucked up? Like, I actually asked my therapist, I was like, is there something wrong with me that I'm not like depressed and I don't have like general, generalized anxiety disorder or whatever? Like, I have stuff. I I get stressed out and, and anxious about certain things, but they're very like situational. And I just, I just work my way through them. You know, like I don't, I just don't have like anything super major except maybe maybe um that I just don't like being around people very much but I I don't that makes me happy so I don't even feel like that's a problem but yeah my therapist was like you're you're very resilient you know I mean just in the time that I've been working with her the couple of years I've been through so much shit and um yeah it's kind of this ongoing thing and I, I'm hoping that I'm moving out of that. Like I would like to, I'd like to have a second half of my life be less, less like that, less stress. Cause you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Maybe I wasn't ready before and now I'm ready. I'm ready for less stress. Okay. It is my intent to go through my book and flesh it out because like I kind of wrote it but then I didn't really put in details. I kind of just like moved around things and stuff. And I don't know. But um, at some point, some of that stuff's going to come up. Like I I really want to share my experiences of renting out rooms in my house. Like I, I really want to share that because I experienced some crazy stuff. Um, so I don't know if I'm just going to have like little segments, you know, roommate time or something or if it's just going to be like one episode where I just talk about everything but I even have photos and it's yeah and my last job you know just was really awesome it was such a awesome environment and by awesome I don't mean good <laughs> like at all so I you know I may talk about stuff at some point I I just I think I worry about that I think I worry about talking about that stuff and sharing that stuff I definitely am uncomfortable sharing like my negative emotions you know like I worry that people are gonna think like I'm attention seeking or whatever it's like I have like this like sort of distorted external perception thing and I try to ignore it and just do what I'm gonna do and find my own joy but um, anything that kind of makes me vulnerable, it's a lot harder to ignore that, right? And um, I also spent a lot of time, a lot of my life hiding how things made me feel uh, because I had humanized my abusers to the point that I didn't want to hurt their feelings and my feelings didn't matter. Um, and I know a lot of people have done that. So I'm sure some of you can relate. And I think like our culture actually like teaches most people to do that. And it's the reason why really shitty people end up in positions of power because we are indoctrinated to not be assertive and to not be honest with people uh, that actually deserve the feedback and need the feedback to learn how to be better people. Uh, so, you know, we like tiptoe around them because we don't want to like rock the boat or whatever. When, in which case, 
we're, we're not even the ones rocking the boats. The people being shitty are the ones doing it. We're trying to stabilize it by being like, hey, boundaries, dude. And even though I spent a lot of time hiding things, um, I still always ended up being a squeaky wheel. Like every work environment I've been in, I ended up being a squeaky wheel because I have this strong sense of justice and I have a really hard time leaving things alone. Like I'm really good at neglecting my own shit, but once it becomes like a more systemic issue that I can see is impacting other people, then at that point I'm like picking at it, you know? So I have had jobs end because of that. Um, and I was just made into like the absolute bad guy. Um, I mean, cause you know, an opinionated outspoken female, no, that whole like inherent distrust of women and women's feelings that's built into our culture is just, it's infuriating. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. I'll talk about it more in the future. I will help you learn because everybody should know about this. Everybody. It's important because it hurts everybody. It doesn't just hurt women. Men are also negatively impacted and children and whatever. Like everybody is negatively impacted by it. I mean, feminism is important not just for women, it's also for men because the way that our little boys are raised, they're dehumanized and they don't grow up with tools to help them manage their emotions or to connect with people in meaningful ways. Like a lot of men, the only form of connection that they understand is sex and they think that intimacy is sex and uh, they can't be friends with other men because the intimacy that comes with friendship is confused for sex. And so they go, well, you know, I don't want to have sex with this person because I'm not attracted to them. So therefore, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like this whole thing. Or they do the no homo thing, which is just like, ugh, fucking caveman. Um, honestly, I, I don't even think that's accurate. Cavemen probably were like free for all with the getting jiggy with it. I feel like this is like I'm super discombobulated today and I feel like this is super extra even messier than normal uh, and I apologize if that's the case if it's a problem maybe it's not maybe it's like great I don't I don't know but yeah like feminism is important for everybody because the ultimate goal right is humanism equality of humans Feminism is just us working on equality issues that impact women in a big way. But the misogyny, the hatred of women also is so damaging to boys and to men because they're forbidden to do things that are considered feminine or womanly or whatever. And that includes feeling their emotions, communicating their emotions, just just it's it's awful i mean without that without the boy code which is um comes from a book by william pollock i believe is the author's name and um but without that without that mindset that creates this expectation of stoicism and um basically denies uh 
males from half of their humanity, um, we wouldn't have stuff like rape culture. You know, we wouldn't have like the school shootings and stuff. Like there would still be some problems, but it would not be the way that it is now. Um, but because culturally, we never want to deal, or I should say socially, uh, we never want to deal with the real problems because that would mean that we all have to do the work and we all have to change. We all focus on the symptoms. We never really focus on the problems. Um, and yeah, that's a can of worms that I definitely plan on exploring more at some point. I just kind of, I got like hooked on it just a, just a little I don't want to make people feel lectured at. You know, sometimes I can use like strong intonation or whatever, but like I get really like agitated when I'm on like TikTok and like all of my friends' videos are just like lecturing videos. Um, never mind the fact that that the way the algorithm works, you're you're gonna be preaching to the choir most of the time. Um but I don't like being talked to that way. So it is my hope that when I am conveying things that I will be doing so in a way that is interesting, maybe piques your curiosity, makes you want to learn more, or just that you enjoy listening to, but that you don't feel like you're being lectured at. Because I, you know, I generally assume that people know the stuff that I know. Um, but I'm so consistently surprised that people don't know some of the things that I'm talking about, that that's part of why I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. But also I want to talk about it because, I don't know, it's important to me. I got feelings about it. Well, my application decided to stop recording and save my file. It's very nice of it that it saved the file and didn't just delete it, but it stopped and I have no idea when it stopped. So um, I was just talking to the room. I mean, the room looks like it appreciates what I had to say, but it was a really good rant. So middle finger to this app for doing that. So I had been talking about like imposter syndrome and how like it's been like a really huge burden for me lately and just making me have these urges to just kind of give up and I have to keep pushing through and that I have like a lot of respect for other people that also struggle with that and just keep pushing through. Um, you know, I, I think it's something that we should speak about like openly um, because it's good to know like that we're not alone, but also because it lets other people know that we need the support. Uh, because it's, it's a you know, particular types of support can be very helpful when you have imposter syndrome. And um, it can be really hard to take compliments and stuff. But like for me personally, when I do something and someone else is like, I really enjoyed that. That made me happy. They let me know how they feel. Um, it's so like reassuring and so motivating. Like I just really have this like encouragement thing where, you know, like I'm very easily encouraged by very little amounts of feedback, but like it, it, it's like 
sometimes it feels like it's everything, you know, like I, um, it's just, I can exist for myself. I can do things for myself and I, and I enjoy that. I like being alone, but at the same time, there is something about doing stuff that has this positive impact on other people. Like, I love the fact that I inspire people to do stuff like my entire life my enthusiasm for whatever it is that I'm doing has has fueled enthusiasm in other people. Like I've gotten other people into riding motorcycles. I got people into making art when they haven't done so for a long time, uh, interested in like different types of music, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and um, I think that that's, that's great, you know, um, especially if you get to stay connected through that and then it becomes like the shared experience or whatever. But even people who aren't necessarily inspired to do stuff, but just enjoy the process of like watching and, and absorbing what's, what's being offered. And then they let me know that they enjoyed it. Like, I love that, you know? And um, the thing that I was saying that I'm pretty sure didn't get recorded was that I feel like we have superpowers like all of us we have superpowers to positively impact other people um and it can feel like we don't matter that we don't have an impact and that we cannot impact other people in positive ways but that's bullshit you know like if our culture was to change like say have a culture of like positivity or whatever like um authentic positivity let's let's be really clear on that because you know like if you have people just giving compliments and they don't really mean it. That's, that's yucky. But authentic positivity where we communicated how people impacted us on a regular basis. Like, oh, we would all be so built up and like motivated and stuff. And you can be like, oh, it would make me so uncomfortable. But that's only because like you grew up in a, a culture where that's not normal. But if you grew up in that culture, you know, and if people started behaving that way, you would adapt to it because it's awesome. It's like good stuff. You know, like, like when you have an interaction at the grocery store and you make that person laugh and they get all these like positive chemicals from that, that interaction and, and it's good for them. It's good for their health. It's good for their, you know, both physical, mental health and just, yeah, and we can do that on a regular basis, um, I, it means a lot to me, like, and it helps me. Like I'll, if I, if somebody tells me like, oh, I'm, I really love what you've been doing. I'm so like happy that you're able to do that. I really enjoy seeing it. Like the other day, somebody commented that they really like my ramblings. Like when I'm going off, like right now, um, that made me feel really good because I know there are a lot of people that don't enjoy that, but there are people that do and it 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 encourages me to keep doing it even if i'm only doing it for one person that's enough i you know i don't need a big audience i think a big audience would scare me to be honest because i don't want the negativity i don't want the people that are going to nitpick or whatever um i don't mind having like constructive conversations about stuff but a lot of people online don't seem to know how to do that. And I don't really want to deal with that. So, you know, 
I mean, I won't. I, if I get bad comments, I'll just delete them because, yeah, like, start a conversation with me. I will absolutely be there for that. Be like, well, I was wondering about this because this is what I think about it or this is what I read about it. I will be there for that. But if you're like, well, you're wrong, blah, blah, and things, and you're dumb, then I'm going to be like, delete, because you've already told me that you're not there to learn or to help me learn, you know? I don't know about you guys, but I like to people watch. And so this this superpower, I love like seeing it in action, like where you're somewhere and somebody else compliments someone, does a little flirt or something, and you can literally see the other person just kind of like light up. Um, I, lo I love watching that. Um, I hate seeing the opposite. Like when I used to take BART to work and people were so rude and inconsiderate and it was so rare to see people being like nice. And I, by the time I got to work, I would just feel so bummed out and just hated humanity, you know? I don't know. I don't remember what my point was besides the fact that like we can all like do... We can all do good things for other people. And I think that we can all work on being better at that. I know that I could. I I do do stuff. I do do. I do 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 stuff. But I could be better at handing out the compliments and the warm and fuzzy. It's it's uncomfortable for me and, and I'm still working on that. And like, why is it uncomfortable? Because... My brain thinks that when I say these really heartfelt things that the other person is going to think that I'm lying. And why do I think that? Because I grew up being treated like a liar. Like I literally gaslight myself on everything. I just, and it's all like this programming that's there because the adults in my life didn't ever believe me. I often had to lie to be believed. Like when I was honest, I was punished for lying. And I have this like, this paranoia in me, this programming that just thinks that people are not going to believe me. Um, and I have, I have worked very hard to be known as an authentic and honest person. Um, and when I say worked very hard, I mean more internally, uh, battling these feelings of worrying about people not believing me or whatever, um, because I am an authentic and honest person. I am really good at withholding information, but I'm don't, I don't lie. I don't make up information, um, if I'm not certain about the accuracy of something, but I have a generalized memory of it, I will even say so. I'll be like, I don't know the exact details, but blah, blah, blah. But like, like my memory from my earlier life is phenomenal because I journaled every day, multiple times a day um, until about a decade ago. So I just, I wrote everything down. Um, yeah. Anyway... I totally, I totally got off track because of the the app doing that thing. So I don't even know why I did that. But I'm going to wrap this up and 
I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening and shout out to my patrons and people who support me. I couldn't do it without you, truly.